My name is Tracy Cook and welcome to the podcast series Victim to Victory. This series gives a voice to those that have overcome obstacles in all forms, that dare greatly to share their real stories. Amazing humans like our upcoming guest that have seen hope and risen above those adversities to become victorious, that now support and inspire others to do the same. And today we are giving a voice to Shannon Manet. Welcome to Victim to Victory. What we're Thank going you. to do is share a little bit about your, your background. Um, we have been uh, checking out everything about Shannon. Uh, she is 15 years of age and what the, the content and the compassion and the passion and the message and the impact that Shannon is making in the world is um, much more than a 15-year-old, if you don't dare me saying. So, so who, who, who is she? Who is Shannon Monet? Well, I've already told you she is 15 years of age and she is extremely focused and desires to make a positive impact on today's and the next generation. Shannon has found her value and purpose and she believes no one, no one should be left alone or feel alone. She wants her story to help the lost find their identity. She believes everyone has their unique purpose and should work to walk into that purpose. And there are many suffering from suicidal thoughts, depression, anxiety, fear, and so much more. And her goal and purpose are to use her voice through social media, graphic design, and capturing visuals on YouTube. Now, she has an incredible and underlying love for people and wants to be the light in the very dark world. That is Shannon Monet. Where does your story start? Well, starting from a little girl, positive seeds were always planted into me. My mother has always said, um, has always had me to say affirmations over my life, which built up my confidence, like saying, you are strong, you are beautiful, you are loved. And she always built me up. And that helped me as a young little girl. And during my years in kindergarten, and first grade, the children would always stare at me. And I'm like, okay, you know, what are they staring at me for? And I just always stood out from the crowd and I never understood why. And now I know it's because of the confidence that I carried and the boldness that was in me in such a young age. And I didn't care about what was said about me and the things that people said about me, I really just simply shook it off because I didn't care because that was how I was raised you know, to be confident in who you are. And I love myself regardless. But fast forward into elementary school, I moved to this new school in fourth and fifth grade. And at the ages of nine and 10, my previous school that I went to was very welcoming and very loving. And there were children from all over and it was very beautiful to see. But as I entered in into fourth and fifth grade, I didn't feel as safe there, and I felt like I couldn't be myself. I, it was just not a welcoming atmosphere as my previous school, and it was a very, it was not a very diverse school, and it was already hard and for me to enter a new school because I was a new student, and not knowing anyone was really tough for me because I thought it would get easier for me. After a couple of months, I thought 
maybe I'll make some friends and it'll be all sunshine and rainbows. But for me, that was not the case because I was constantly going through thunderstorms every single day. And I kept looking for a rainbow, but it never appeared. I was instantly rejected and alone for years. I was the kid that no one wanted to associate with because I was different. I was mentally bullied. I was teased. And it was already hard for me to enter a new school, being the new student, do do the things that they did, but they still didn't accept me. I tried to fit in the box and I just couldn't fit into it. I tried to dress like them, act like them, but I still wasn't good enough in their eyes. I lost myself and I didn't even know who I was anymore. The little girl that I used to be started to slowly fade away and the light that I carried inside of me started to slowly dim. The confidence and the boldness I carried started to turn into fear, anxiety and depression and even insecurity. And all of the things that I was taught as a little girl started to fade away. I grew numb and the love that I carried from myself started to brew into hate. I wanted love and exception from others and I just no longer cared about myself anymore. I no longer loved myself. It was really based on others' opinions. I allowed that negative atmosphere to control me I allow negative statements about me to shape my false identity. And it was one more, it, it was one time where I was so vulnerable and desperate, where I started to fall into toxic friendships and they ended up backstabbing me, which made me hurt even more, leaving me to be even more alone. I tried to fill that void with music and that didn't work either after some time. And it was just depressing music. I was feeding my mind with negative words. So first I was already in a negative and toxic environment in my school. Then I was adding more negativity by listening to those songs. And by doing that, it increased my feeling of depression and suicidal thoughts because I was hearing negativity so much. And it had a really huge effect over my life. I thought the music was helping me but it really didn't. I was unsatisfied. I was searching for peace, for freedom. And from these thoughts, I was so lonely. I tried going into so many toxic relationships, but it just never worked out. I tried to tell a teacher that didn't make a difference. And it just was not a good atmosphere for me. And the only thing at this point that was really helping me was talking to God because I felt like he was the only one who understood me. Every day during recess time, and even during lunchtime, I would talk to God because he was the only one I really had. And it was this running trek right outside my school, which is where I would talk to God and which is where I would, you know, just walk and cry there and just talk to him, just telling him how my day went. And telling him everything I was going through. So basically he was like a therapist for me and even a best friend. And it truly felt like he was walking with me in the midst of everything that occurred around me. It was an everyday thing, but it was one night 
where I got really frustrated and I started crying again to God because I was tired of being alone and I was tired of having not having friends. I was tired of being different and I hated the feeling of being invisible every day and not important. I was tired of looking at myself in the mirror every day and hating everything that I seen from my skin complexion to the clothes I wore. I started to wish I was dead. I wanted to end my life that day. But after that moment, all of the things that I was told as a child started to flash back at me that I was beautiful, that I was loved, that I was special, that I have worth. And God really had to show me that he is with me and is still with me through everything, through everything that I go through. And my confidence was automatically restored. And after years, I started to change and shift. And I'm no longer the same girl I was when I was 10. And I'm still shifting and changing now, but I'm in a better place. And I finally love myself again. And now here I am five later, five years later, being a light to others and sharing that you can be happy and that you can be free. And I'm here today. I think that is a powerful story. And so many teenagers, especially as, as well as adults, but more teenagers as well with the complications of the world as it is today, will find that so relatable. And I think that's the power in your honesty as well to talk about those feelings, because sometimes teenagers don't talk about them, do they? No. Mm-hmm. Or they're, they're scared to talk to their parents about it even sometimes because, yes. you know, they're, they're bothering their parents or they feel like, um, you know, they're going to be told that they're, they're silly or something like that sometimes right. as well. So for you shedding light on that, that we can have these open conversations, it's absolutely amazing. So what are you doing in that kind of space now to be the light to others? Well, I am now on social media. I post daily on Instagram. I like to post encouraging posts to help others and even videos on YouTube. I like to make inspirational videos and I'm just going out to the world and sharing my story because I want people to be free. Oh, definitely. I love that. I want them to be free. Love that. And um, with your with your parents, um, how are they they feeling knowing that you were kind of struggling and coping at the same time with all of those feelings? What happened as a family dynamic with with that information? Well, see, I, I never told them, so it was it was very shocking because I to them because I actually was really good at hiding it, and I made it seem like everything was okay at school. So every time I left, probably after I finished crying, I entered to the car and I'm like, okay, school is great. When it really was a tough time for me. And they were just very shocked about it. So, yeah. So did they talk you through a lot of this as well? Because your mum for, you know, your mum sounds amazing, you know, speaking those affirmations into you and, um, you know, letting you really step into your own power. Um, What an amazing mum that is. But what what did they do with that information? Did they they talk through it with you? Was there conversations as a family around the table type of thing? Yeah, she did end up talking to me. But even during that time, like after everything happened, I did tell her actually after, like after the fact, and she found out. And she just really started talking with me. And it was just 
a really good conversation. She really helped uplift me. And it's just the support of a parent is really amazing. And what would you say to other teenagers that are kind of having those kind of thoughts and struggling with the, that emotion and those suicidal thoughts? What would you what would you say to them? Would you say reach out to someone? Would you say go and see your parents? Would you say what what words would you use to them? Well, I would say talk to your parents, but also even just talking to God because that really helps because he truly understands. But even just going to your parents and just talking with them because they can give you the best support as well. And in in schools and things like that, um, I mean, you're you're in the US, we're here in Australia. I think this um, isn't defined by um, countries. I think it's very, very common within the school playground and things like that, how much do you think factors into like you, you experience that bullying, you experience that, that mental bullying, how, how big do you think bullying actually does play on a teenager's mind? Well, it plays a huge part because you're constantly hearing that negativity every day, like people just making fun of you. And then you start to believe it yourself because you're hearing it every single day. And then it really overtakes your mind and you're like, okay, I am like this. I am what they say I am. And it really just shifts your mind where you start to think like, okay, well, maybe I should end my life because the kids at school aren't liking me or it really just has a huge effect, bullying. And within um, your your age group, if you don't mind me asking, how how much do you talk about it as a teenager, these kind of things? Is this something you can talk about with your friends? Is this something that you share openly with girlfriends or things like that as well? Or is this something that you really keep to yourself because you think you're the only one struggling? Well, it depends on the person really. But um, in my personal experience, I felt like I couldn't share with anybody. No family members, no nothing. I just couldn't share with anyone. And some people, they can easily go to their friends and talk to them. But most of the time, they really bottle it up inside and they just keep it to themselves. And they just basically put on a mask and make it seem like everything is fine when it's really not. And do you think a lot of teenagers do that? They really wear yes. that mask and kind of go, yes. like you said, yes, school yes. was great. And they smile and they pretend. So what yes. advice would you give to parents to look out for those for signs? I, I suggest they should just like really just talk to their kids and like see how they're really doing and just leave that open space for them to be able to come to them, that open space of trust where they're able to like tell their parents that they're having a rough day. So I would just say like really opening yourself up to be able to talk to your children, just giving them that trust, like you can talk to me whenever you need to. And for me, I needed that presence and my parents definitely did that for me. I could talk to them if I needed to. That's a wonderful support. And what if what if those teenagers that are feeling like this don't have that support? Have you encountered that at all with um with you shedding your light? Have you spoken with other teenagers, um, young adults that are kind of, but I don't have anybody. I, my, I don't have my parents that I can go to. What what advice would you give as a teenager if they don't feel as though they can, they've got that trust? Well, I actually came across this one person on social media and I reached out to them and 
they said they were struggling. They were in the same situation, basically what you explained. And they felt like they couldn't talk to anybody. And they also were kind of in the same boat that I was in, where I was able to help them out. And she actually has been talking to God as well. And that's what helped her with suicidal thoughts. And that's what really helped her um, with that trust as well. Just talking to God. That's who she went to. And that's what helped her through suicidal thoughts. She almost killed herself one day, but it was God who really helped her through. So it's so I thought really that was tapping into your spirituality, talking yes. to God, um, talking to creator, talking to somebody in, in, with a higher divine being, basically. Mm. Yes. Now, I know that you're doing a lot on social media and things like that as well. What are your plans for 2022? Have you got anything in the pipeline? Well, I, I'm going to, I feel like I want to make more videos. And then I'm also just going to go more into podcasting and interviews. And I'm excited for it. Well, your light is shining far and wide. Um, I, I know that a lot of teenagers will connect with you because you you are so brave uh, to share this publicly and to share it with such passion to be able to want to be the change in the world. We embrace that here at Victim to Victory podcast and love connecting with people. What is the biggest message that you would want our audience to take away today? Well, everything that you've been through and what you're currently going through is for a purpose. It may hurt right now. It may feel like it's hard to take, but keep going, keep pursuing. Five years ago, I didn't know that everything I faced would take me to the place I am now, where I'm helping others to get out the shoes that I once wore. The path of the journey will be challenging. There'll be times when you fall, but you must get back up. Don't allow yourself to stay in that place of downness forever, but get up so you can reach the finish line of your destiny. In a race, they have a goal. They face many obstacles, but they have an eagle eye and they have tunnel vision and they're focusing to get their prize. Well, it's the same with your life. You must keep that tunnel vision and you must keep that eagle focus to reach your destiny. Your growing moments are what take you into your glowing moments. Keep going and you got this. Your growing moments take you into your glowing moments. Yes, 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 Shannon. That is so powerful. Thank you so much for being brave to share your story. We'll be sharing where to connect with you. You are so appreciated. And you can find the Victim to Victory podcast series on YouTube, Spotify, Apple, and our Facebook group. Please subscribe, share, and comment. And make sure that you connect with Shannon. She is changing the world, especially these teenagers, in a world that is unlike anything that we've experienced growing up as adults. And let me leave you with a message of step into your story, figure out who you are and do it on purpose. Thanks, Shannon.